Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. Is that how I started? Nope. <laughs> I was like, how do I start this? <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we clearly still don't know what we're doing a year and a half in. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, do I look puffy, Melissa? You look tired, sad, crying yeah. eyes. You look sad. So <laughs> Rachel's sad I'm today. sad. We have... Um, several topics planned for and mm-hmm. outlined. And I was like, honestly, I just really feel right now like we're supposed to talk about how hard marriage can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we have no no notes, no no scripture, nothing. Nope. Literally, we're just like, okay, Lord, we're just going to go and trust. But we have a lot of experience of marriage being hard. Yeah. <laughs> 45 years combined. Mm-hmm. Between Isn't the that crazy? Us, yeah, that's a lot. That is crazy. Man, we get mom on here and we're like at 100. <laughs> Okay. Maybe not a hundred, but (laughs) oh my gosh. So I was thinking about um, how many times Melissa or I have texted each other like, okay, I need, I need to talk before we get going or I, I'm really sad because I've just had this like hard conversation with my spouse or, Mm -hmm. you know, we're having a fight or we're in a rough season or whatever. And just Mm -hmm. how, um, I was like, if we can't get a podcast out this week because we've had this break of Christmas, I was like, we can just be like due to illness and vacations and Christmas and family time and marriage problems. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was like, can I even Such podcast today? Marriage. I just feel so sad. Um, but I do really feel like God laid it on my heart that we should talk about this and not not necessarily like any specific details, but just that marriage mm-hmm. is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, and if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know. I feel like people's minds could be going a whole lot of directions. Some of you might be getting all geared up like, awesome, we're going to bash our husbands. No. This is not to bash husbands. Um, If you are getting nervous thinking, okay, I don't really feel comfortable with this. We're not – this is literally every marriage is Mm -hmm. hard. And what we want to bring just um, right to you guys is that it does not matter how long you've been married. It does not matter how much you both are seeking Jesus. Mm -hmm. It does not matter how good you – might be together. Mm-hmm. Marriage is mm-hmm. hard. It is. I think. I think it's harder than parenting. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, because you've chosen to be with this person, and that means you've chosen to love them even in the moments where they're unlovely, as as they have with mm-hmm. us. I mean, obviously it goes both right. ways, but we're just speaking from from. But so we can bring the hard to the table right. too. Like we can make it hard <laughs> because of who we are. Um, and whereas you know when you when you have a child they're just like little usually you, they come to you little obviously sometimes they come to you big and whatever but they're your kids like it's just yeah. it's a different kind of hard and it is um, a, well and so and your kids move out at some point but you're kind of stuck they do they leave <laughs> you're kind of stuck mm-hmm. living with each other <laughs> yeah. well, I don't mean that the way yeah. it sounds but I mean it is true like it's like okay well Water. we're just in this forever together in this one house and where your kids leave they grow up and they grow out and there's Yep. Sadness and nostalgia. Well, and with the that goal and- of having your kids leave is that they can leave and depart from right. you, like separate from right. you, like become their own person. Whereas your spouse, the goal is to always be more and more connected and more and more combined and more right. and more on the same page and more. And when you have two really different personalities yeah. with that goal in mind, that doesn't always go easily. No, <laughs> no. Well, and it's interesting because, um, you know, Joey and I have had a I mean, we've been married. It'll be 20 years in two months. In two months, it'll be 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I would say, and I think you would agree with this, Melissa, we've had a pretty easygoing marriage most mm-hmm. of the years. I mean, the first five were a little rough, and then then we had 
a lot, 15 or 14, something like that, like really pretty easy years. Mm-hmm. Never had the seven-year itch, like nothing. But this last like two years has been a really – um a really like intense season of growth for mm-hmm. me yeah. and freedom for me and mm-hmm. breaking bonds and naming naming things that have enslaved me and letting them go. And as a result, I'm changing. I'm different. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is some of that freedom is like I have some areas in my marriage I'm not okay with anymore and I have a great marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, my husband is wonderful, but I'm like, hey, I don't I don't like the way this is going anymore and I don't want the next 20 yeah. years to be this way. And in that, yeah. I call it pulling the lid off. And that's hard because my poor husband, he's just along for this bumpy ride. And I'm, you know, if he came to me and was like, I don't like these things and I want them to be different the next 20 years. And I was like, oh, that's all, that's all, those are hard things for me to change. Like, or for us to mm-hmm. change, you know, I'm just like in it. I just have to be in it with him. And and I feel like I've kind of done that in my marriage. And, um, mm-hmm. and so we're, we're working through it. Uh, and we're working mm-hmm. through it with people and with therapy and with help. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. good and it's, good stuff. It is. Like whenever we're growing in our marriage or in our individual or our parenting, whatever, in a relationship, it's good. It's always going to be better mm-hmm. at the end. But man, is it yeah. hard. There's so much pain yeah. involved in the growth process. Well, I am sure I've used this analogy on here before, but I feel like it's just so perfect with this kind of scenario is when you have when you open a closet and you really see how messy it is, like maybe you've just kind of been adding stuff to it or you've allowed it to just grow and get messier. One day it suddenly is like blinding to you and you're like, holy cow, I need to clean this I can't live like this anymore. (laughs) It makes everything around you a mess. Oh yeah. Cause you pull everything out. out. You pull everything out. It makes the living room a mess. It makes the kitchen a mess. It makes your bedroom a mess. Like laundry gets, you get behind on other projects because you're so focused on this one project. And, and, um, and, and, and sometimes it feels like, oh, I just want to throw it all away. Yeah. I just want to get rid yeah. of this. I don't want to be done with it. And, um, but when you start seeing the corners and you start cleaning out the corners mm-hmm. and you realize, oh, I can act, there's, okay, that looks better. I can breathe mm-hmm. now and I can start putting things back in. And, and yes, there's some things you want to get rid of and some things you want to replace or whatever, but overall you need the closet. Right. You want the closet. Yeah. <laughs> like, and by the time you get it, I'll put back in, it's going to get messy again. You're going to have to dab it up or clean it up again later but it's never probably ever going to get to that extreme because you know what it did to you the first time and so you're going to be more diligent and staying on top of it it's a really good analogy really really good also melissa no i've never heard that before and i'm like i think i needed to hear that i like no i needed i needed to hear that that was for you so it's interesting because the last few years joey and i have both walked through some difficult marital things with other people. Um, like I would say like four mm-hmm. different people. Um, mm-hmm. Like we have walked through some things with them and been good news to them. As they've said, you've, mm-hmm. I, you know, we've been great news to them mm-hmm. and they have felt like, you know, they might, like God totally used us. And of course that feels good and you're like happy to do it. And we've helped other people in their marriage in the past, like certainly not mm-hmm. just recently, but more recently it's been, you know, people who are married 15, 20 years, like solid marriages, people mm-hmm. who are walking in Jesus and they they hit a period in their marriage where things are just really hard. There's a circumstance that's mm-hmm. difficult or everything just feels like it's tumultuous. And it's interesting because now I feel like now we've, it's like contagious. <laughs> 
And I don't think that's how it works, but I'm kind of like, why is it our turn? I don't want this. And, and yet at the same time, I'm like, I know Melissa and I have shared many times, we would not have this podcast. We would not be who we are together. If not through, if not because of the tumultuous times, the hard things, the lids being pulled off and us cleaning out the closet and, and working through it. And I was even saying to Joey today, I said, you know, we love our dad, like love him, but we fight with our mom. (laughs) We fight with her and we fight for her. We fight for our relationship. And um, our relationship with our dad is, I think, good. I think we have good relationships with him. But we don't have the same kind of um, conflict. And yet we are so close to our mom. Like we would never say we're less close because we have that conflict. If anything, we're more close to her because of our conflict. And, and I just keep reminding myself of that. Like every relationship is going to go deeper if you work through the conflict. If you never have any conflict, you, you can't, you can't get that depth. No, that's exactly it. Like that's how you, I mean, oh, there you're back. I can see you again. (laughs) Rachel's video has been out and I couldn't see her. So I feel like I'm just talking to myself. Um, I, obviously every relationship is going to have different kinds of conflict and it, their, their fighting is going to look different. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people's relationships, the personalities involved are just going to make it more tumultuous simply because they're more lively, passionate right. people or, or, or they're, it's not going to be as tumultuous. It's going to be much more, a much quieter um, fighting because the people involved are just, they're, they're just not as, they're not going to show their feelings as big and stuff, but conflict doesn't have to be fighting. Right. It just is when things aren't connecting, yeah. when you're not seeing eye to eye, when you're not yeah. on the same page. And, um, well, I'd almost rather fight I, than just feel disconnected and like, oh, you're just not on the same page. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. Disconnecting, being disconnected is so lonely and it's so, you just feel like you're on your own. Yes. And, yeah. Um, Whereas when you're fighting, yeah. you're doing it together. Right. Yeah. And, and then you're both working towards an end goal because, you know, like when Bill and I are actually fighting, we're not one of us isn't going to just walk away and be done right. with it. Like we're going to keep coming back together until we figure it out, even if it takes a little bit of time or whatever. And, but when we're just disconnected, it's almost like then we don't even know how to talk. Right. And mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that, that is much worse. So, um, and once again, like we always preface, we're not talking about fighting or conflict that is abuse. Right. We're never talking about that. No. We are talking about normal, healthy. Yeah. We are human people who no matter how much we are chasing Jesus are sinful and make bad decisions mm-hmm. or make save terrible things or think terrible things or just, mm-hmm. just we get it wrong. And so that means we hurt our spouse and they hurt us because they're the same. And like, um, we're just talking about everyday normal conflict. And right. we just think that it's not talked about a lot. It's really easy, especially in our social media world. It's so easy to just, right. you know, it's such a fine line. You don't want to air your dirty laundry. You don't want to be disrespectful mm-hmm. to your spouse or to your marriage. But then how do you share? Right. Like, hey, this is actually really hard. Right. And I've actually cried more in the last two months than I haven't. Like, right. That that's a normal thing to go yeah. through. I was thinking about that too, how like you and I, we rarely will share when we're in the middle of something in our marriage. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I feel like not a lot of good can come from that because you don't want it. No, because you're sharing in your feelings and in, in the raw your feelings and, aren't, aren't accurate. Right. Yeah. But we will share afterwards. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't know how to do it at all. They don't know how to share in the moment yeah. or later or not share in the moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then like you're saying, as a result, then you, we don't really know, we don't really know what's going on. If mm-hmm. people aren't sharing, we don't really know what's going on. But also there's like a balance yeah. of sharing the appropriate amounts, the appropriate ways. Right. And right. 
I mean, we've had kids who are dealing with mental health stuff. You can't really share about that on social media without their permission. Mm -hmm. But then how do you talk about having kids with mental health stuff? Like, how yeah, do you- it gets support and also then share your journey, right. like, which can be very good news to other people. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, it's tricky. And, you know, I think about mm-hmm. a lot of famous people who have like been married um, influencers, not like celebrity. I mean, like literally just influencers, people who are using mm-hmm. their marriage to influence others. And then and then they suddenly are getting divorced. And it's like no yeah. one even know they had any problems because they just had to keep right. up the appearances and like yeah. I know you don't feel that way about your marriage. Like I have to keep up the appearances and I don't feel that way about my marriage. I don't feel that way about my parenting, mm-hmm. like my kids. Like, mm-hmm. like we had like a whole year and a half where people are like, is Randy still around? He's not in any pictures. I'm like, he's just real crabby every time he's around. So <laughs> don't make for good <laughs> pictures. And we talked about mm-hmm. that recently and he was like, oh yeah, I had RBF yeah. like constant. And mom, mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is, it's resting business face. <laughs> She's not going to know what that means either. <laughs> resting bitch face people it's just that's what it is stoic that's what it is and and so he wasn't in a lot of pictures which looked like and I couldn't talk about how he was going through a Mm -hmm. hard time and just didn't want to be around and you know so it's like the absence kind of you know absence was more clear but you can't just share these things always and I mean I think that there is like you were saying when we can share more freely we can be good news to other people but there's this mm-hmm. fine line of what do we share and mm-hmm. how much do we share? When do we share and who do yep. we share it with? And- yeah. Yep. Well, I think that one thing that, so since we are talking about social media a little bit, I think one good piece of advice that Rachel kind of said, but I want to bring back is that don't, if you want to be good news to people, whether it's in actual conversation or through social media, don't ever share about the hard while you're like, actively mad or actively sad or actively hurt. I'm not saying you have to be out of the season. I'm not saying you have to be out of like the problem has been solved because sometimes it takes months or months or sometimes a couple years Mm -hmm. for things to actually resolve. Mm -hmm. Like when you've been together for as long as for decades, like sometimes things just kind of keep coming to a head for years. So in order to protect your, um, the integrity of your marriage and your spouse and yourself, like make sure that you're in a pray over this mm-hmm. time, this post before you're going to say it or the conversation, the things you're going to share with people. But also, um, if if you're not actively sad or mad, you're going to see the post much more for what it actually right. is. Or sometimes when I like want to write something out, I'll write it out and then I let it sit for a day or mm-hmm. two and then go back and look at it. Yeah. Like, do I still feel this way? Is this still right. appropriate? So, right. Well, and I just because it it makes people uncomfortable when you're airing your like when you're legitimately like fighting with your spouse. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Seen a few of those. You're like, oh, this is weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I do Mm -hmm. want to encourage people listening. Like, I think it's really healthy, Melissa. I know you would agree to share. Find someone and share. Like, don't have no one you can share with. Mm -hmm. And we are not talking Mm -hmm. about venting like at all. In fact. We discourage venting. We're not talking about venting. In general, we discourage venting because we're like Mm -hmm. nothing healthy comes from venting. No, because venting, if you're, so if you guys are like, well, what's what's wrong with venting? The way we're talking about venting is we're talking about when you're going to someone for the specific purpose of them fueling your fire. Being on your side. To get get on board with you and just be mad Mm -hmm. and be like, and I don't mean that good friend who's like, I got a shovel. (laughs) Where should we dig the hole? Like, obviously, (laughs) you gotta have those those people. You got your back no matter what, but we're being like, they really have your back. They're going to want to see you heal. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to, whether, whatever that healing mm-hmm. looks like, they're going to want to see you mm-hmm. in the best place possible right. and encouraging you to be more angry. Now, okay. So like if Rachel came to me or if I came to Rachel and said our spouse had cheated on us, we would be mad Livid. with them. I mean, like 
we would be so mad with them. All so I'm not the saying swear words. Those people, <laughs> yes. And we're not saying that those people don't get mad with you, but ultimately they're going to help you come back right. around. To now what? How can you heal from mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about venting is not just to be mad, just or just to fuel. Yes. But having mm -hmm. somebody or multiple somebodies that you can mm -hmm. talk to about what you're feeling, what you're going through, who yeah. will, like Melissa said, come around you, help you heal, point you back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully point you back to your marriage. Like, I mean, unless it's mm -hmm. a marriage ending Unhealthy. issue, there are sometimes those mm -hmm. things that, you know, it needs, it needs to end. Um, but that is not my marriage. That is not Melissa's marriage. We are not in those places. Mm -hmm. And so we would never mm -hmm. encourage that. We're going to encourage you fight for your marriage. You know, you, mm -hmm. what do you want in 10 years? Fight for that today, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And so mm -hmm. it's like, I think, you know, help sharing with others for the purpose of it, others knowing they're not alone, like we're doing right now is yeah. important. Mm -hmm. Also sharing with someone who will like, you know, when I'm sad or confused or upset and Melissa will tell me which of my feelings are valid which of my feelings are not valid, which of my feelings mm -hmm. are normal, but you can't stay there, mm -hmm. which ones yeah. are like ones to press into. Like you, I think you need to do some digging. Why are you feeling that way? That's not mm -hmm. one you just move on mm -hmm. from. There's something there. Right. Um, yeah. How do I love my husband? How do I love myself well mm -hmm. in the process? How mm -hmm. do I – how does Jesus like be at the center of all this? And that's exactly what she does. And so if you don't have mm -hmm. that person – it's time to start looking for that person, praying for that person. Pray for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, I do think that keeping everything to yourself is not healthy either. No, because the enemy, um, he hates marriage. He hates healthy relationships. He hates godly relationships. He hates anyone who is trying to work together, who has longevity right. in their marriage in mind. And um, and he uh, he destroys us in the silence, right. in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like when we're in the dark, when we're in silence, we're in darkness. Like it, when it's just us in our head space, like we need people. When we are in a hard, hard time in something as meaningful as a, as our marriage, when we allow ourselves to obviously go to the Bible, obviously pray, but God provided human, mm -hmm. tangible people mm -hmm. in our life so that we don't have to figure it out on our own because sometimes we're just too broken right. in our hearts and our mind to be able to figure out what the truth right. is of the situation and um and to have people who've gone before you mm -hmm. you know I've been married five years longer than Rachel which probably doesn't sound like a lot at this point in time but my marriage had a lot of the hard years ago mm -hmm. um she's kind of experiencing more of the hard now and so like when I when I go through hard with Bill now it I'm not saying it doesn't bother me and I don't cry about it, it doesn't hurt my feelings but it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel like it's going to end. Like I remember for a couple of years when we first really started like going through some hard stuff, I was like, is our marriage going to make yeah. it? And um, that's a scary place mm -hmm. to be. It's a, it's a real place to wonder, did I, did I, did, did I misunderstand when I was supposed to be mm -hmm. with this person? Like, how can it be so hard? Cause how can something that's supposed to be so wonderful and beautiful be so right. hard? And I don't have an answer for that, mm -hmm. but it is mm -hmm. like anything worth all parenting the same way. Soul, that's what I was gonna say. Anything that is worth giving your whole self mm -hmm. to, like in a in a you know in a beautiful way, not a um I mean following Jesus is not right. easy. I was thinking but that too. It is so beautiful. It is so worth it. And like you were saying, that's how going through the heart is where we get these deep roots that, you know, now when Bill and I go through a hard time, I don't know if our storms are just lighter or if they just don't feel as strong anymore because we sustained such strong mm -hmm. storms years the ago that there. now. Yeah, we just, I mean, we just, you know, we sway a little bit. We get, sometimes we just don't talk for a day because we just need to have our mm -hmm. time. Like, 
um, we've learned how to, I'm not saying we do it great because we still have things we're working on, but it just isn't as scary. Right. It's not as paralyzing right. as it used to be. And um, well, so I don't know at what stage you guys are at. It doesn't matter if you're newly married or Rachel's been married for 20 years, but she's kind of dealing with something soon for the really the first mm-hmm. time, those deep, scary feelings. Um, I just want you to know that it is normal. And if you get through this, which you will, it gets less scary. Yeah. Well, when you were talking about staying silent and like being alone, all I could think of was Judas and how Judas, to our mm-hmm. knowledge, didn't tell anybody what was these thoughts going on mm-hmm. in his mind. And if mm-hmm. he had just told one person yeah. who could have you know, rebuked the enemy, prayed mm-hmm. over him, encouraged mm-hmm. him, challenged him. How, now, obviously, mm-hmm. we needed a Judas. We needed somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. Pause. If you're listening to this and you don't know who Judas is, he's the one who ultimately took money and turned Jesus in. He betrayed him. The Romans. Yeah. So, yeah. He betrayed him, and then also, and then ended up taking his own life because he couldn't stand it. And so it was yep. a very tragic. He was one of part his of twelve story. disciples. Like Rachel said, yes, one yep. of his best friends. Right. So it'd be like, look at your best friends. It would be like one of them turning you in right and getting paid for it exactly um and jesus knew he knew that judas was going to betray him and he wasn't like surprised by that and it was all part Mm -hmm. of the story but it didn't have to be judas it could have been not a non-disciple you know and i just keep thinking how when we sit in silence and we sit alone you were talking about how the enemy just he just gets in Mm -hmm. and then we just ruminate Mm -hmm. on those thoughts and they the yep and and bad things come to light. Like when we get in that place, what were we going to say? Well, spiritual warfare is so real. Mm-hmm. Spiritual warfare is so real. And I, um, when you were saying about these thoughts ruminating, so I, Rachel and I love to read in a book. There's two books that I read years and years ago and I actually would love to reread them now. I, I can't remember ex- the, both their names, but one I think is called This Present Darkness. Yeah, I was going to say. And maybe the other is Piercing the Darkness. So. Yeah. And he, obviously it's fictional because he has, we have no idea what the spiritual world actually looks These like books were he, fictional. Um, such a, they yeah they were um they talk about he does such a great job of painting a picture of what um the enemies like little minions do and so like he'll talk about like jealousy like stirring in our mm-hmm. brains like literally putting their fingertips and stirring in our brains and like you know um, anger or just all the things that we really fight and it was it was so it was such a i'm such a visual yeah. person that it was really powerful yeah. being like oh, I do not want to sit in the dark and let the enemy right. just stir in my brain all of this ugly stuff. And right. So, yeah. No, I, I have never read either of those books, but I know you've talked about them over the years and I should read them. Mm-hmm. So they're really, yeah, they're really, they're a little, they're dark because obviously, right. I mean, they're, they're demonic because mm-hmm. they're, they're spiritual warfare, but and it's obviously from a guy's perspective of what he thinks the spiritual world looks like. Right. So, but it was so helped me yeah. like, to know what I was praying against. Yeah. Like it helped me really get on board with like, get away from me enemy right. like you do not have a savior right and so yeah when you tell someone you're turning the light on mm-hmm. to all the darkness yeah. that the enemy is trying to bring and um and then when that person will pray for you it's kicking, flicking them off of you the the, yeah. the enemy's little minions off of you and well i'll never yeah. forget one time melissa was helping um a friend and i through a conflict like we had several conversations with she kind of mediated or whatever <laughs> and she was a little nervous about it because she's my sister she was like, well, what if this person says like you did all these things that like I didn't know? And I'll be like, Rachel. And I was like, yeah. that won't happen. I tell you all my garbage. <laughs> it's not going to happen. If I did it and it was bad, I told you. <laughs> well, you were like, and if I didn't know, if I if I didn't tell you, I didn't know exactly. about it. I was <laughs> in the dark myself. And <laughs> I was like, I think it's good and healthy to have someone that we can tell are good and are bad and are hard and are scary too. And 
-hmm. like you said, I mean, God designed us to be in community. We know that from the garden. I mean, he was like, it's not good for man to be alone. And he gave our, gave him a helper. Like, and I mean, it can be our spouse and it can be a friend. It can be a sister. I believe God uses different people in different seasons of our lives. Um, for sure. And, and so, yeah, it's, and I mean, if it's about your spouse, then you're going to need someone else. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I don't honestly, like we didn't really have, you know, our purpose in this today really was truly just to shed light on, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. We struggle yeah. in our marriages. We love our husbands. What you see on social media is mm-hmm. real. If we share that we love our husbands, mm-hmm. it's because we do. Um, if we're not sharing that we love our husbands for a good six to 12 months, it's you should worry. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Bill and Joey go? I haven't seen them in a while. <laughs> what we're sharing is is true. It's accurate. Uh, and you can't share it all because it's not. No. And so people might not think other people are struggling. You might think you are the only mm-hmm. one. And we are here to tell yeah. you, you are not. We are not. a mess nonetheless. Yeah. We talk about the messy and the hard mm-hmm. things, the things that are like a little awkward mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. That's what we do here. That's what we talk about. We bring light yeah. to it and we're like, hey, mm-hmm. you're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like our main yeah. thing is show people Jesus and let them know you're not alone. Anything you're walking through that's messy, yeah. the thoughts you've had, the, you know, the dark feelings, you are not alone. Well, the Bible says there is literally nothing new under the sun. And that was written thousands, thousands of years, years ago. ago. <laughs> and so if there was, I mean, there, and, and if you read through the Bible, like you can see, like there's really nothing new. History no, just repeats itself. Can, it does. And, and so, yeah, the thoughts in your head, the things that you're struggling with, I mean, um, and, and, and the enemy loves to make us feel like it's only us right. because then we don't talk and to then people we feel, and then we don't go feel filled light. with shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and defeat yeah. And all that. Yeah. Well, whenever I, I oh, go think, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, like, um, no. you know, we've done foster care and adoption, and whenever someone is like embarking on that journey or has embarked on that journey, um, especially mm-hmm. not infant adoption, like older kid adoption, I'm always like, hey, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, there's nothing you're gonna think that I haven't mm-hmm. thought, and I exactly. just want you to know, you can bring anything to me. I'm a judge, judgment free mm-hmm. zone. I will always encourage yeah. you you know, in the direction of if they're a Christ follower, Jesus, if, um, but also mm-hmm. just in the direction of like thinking big picture when it comes to our kids, especially mm-hmm. when it feels so messy in the moments. And, yeah. and it's like, we, we need to hear, we are not the only ones who have these kinds of thoughts, mm-hmm. whatever these kinds of thoughts are. Right. Exactly. What were you going to say? That's true. Yeah. I was just going to say, I really just want to wrap this up by praying for mm. everybody who's listening and marriage and you. And now I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start you know, and end with crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Lord Jesus, I just am I'm proud of Rachel for in the middle of a hard morning saying we need to we need to talk about the heart in marriage um, to these women. They need to hear that we get it like um, that we are not alone. Lord, for anyone who's listening who feels like they are just drowning in their marriage, but they know, they know for sure that their husband's a good man and he's worth fighting for, but they're just struggling to find the energy or the desire. Lord, I just pray that you would infuse them with the holy, just the supernatural holy energy um, to be able to just stand up and fight against the enemy for their marriage and that their husband would do the same, that they would come around this together and that they would you know, so often we are not actually fighting with our spouse. Um, we're fighting against the enemy, but we're taking it out on each other. Mm-hmm. And um, our spouse isn't the enemy and we're not the enemy. And, and so Lord, I just pray for um, healing as people are listening and for encouragement and for 
um, for whatever. I mean, you know, everyone listening to this right now, you know what it is that they need specifically in their marriage. And, um, and I'm just praying that you would just tap into that and help them know that you see them and that they are so loved in your name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, I really appreciate what you touched on in that. It's like, this isn't about us and our spouse. There might be things we need to work through. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are, but also at the end of the day, the enemy hates marriage and he hates anything Mm -hmm. that is glorifying can or does or will glorify God. And our marriages are meant to glorify God. Like, Mm-hmm. And and he just wants to destroy that. And that's where I was like, this mm-hmm. is contagious. But really, it's because all the people that we were helping mm-hmm. through it, they were people in ministry. They were people pointing exactly. people towards Jesus. And the enemy just wants to destroy that. And we're a, I mean, we're a threat on our own when we're mm-hmm. Christ followers to the enemy because he knows that the enemy knows that he has no power over Jesus. And if we have if we have Jesus, we have all the mm-hmm. power against him. Add two people right. to that picture, and you and your spouse are following Jesus. Now you are, a, and then you surround yourself with people mm-hmm. who are Christ followers. I mean, you're a big fat threat to him, and he right. wants to. You know, <laughs> we are anytime, anytime I see someone just going through like onslaught of what feels like attacks mm-hmm. and trying to be broken down, I'm like, okay, Lord, what is yeah. what does the enemy know here that we don't know that you want to do with them? Because right. there, it just seems like there's a lot of times that the enemy comes at us when he. I don't know what he's privileged to, but I have a feeling he has an idea of what God wants to do with mm-hmm. us and he's threatened by it. I don't right. know what that means, but right. you know, this is just all my thoughts. I'm like, right. But it just well, seems like that. Happens. And maybe you're like, I'm not married to a Christian. I'm not married to someone who seeks Jesus. Yeah. The enemy wants that to stay that way. Exactly. So the enemy's going to yes. get in on that they, because they want you to give up on them. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And for that person just to never know Jesus. So, right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if any Ooh, of this was good news for anybody. <laughs> I feel better. It was good for you and I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess our challenge, I mean, assuming you're married, if you're not married, you know, honestly, if you're not married and you hope to be married, pray specifically over your marriage. Now, if you are not yeah. planning ever being married, pray for those around you who are married, especially people mm-hmm. who are seeking mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, yeah. But my challenge to you, I guess, if you are married, would just to be like Melissa said, Maybe you'd be better at giving a challenge. <laughs> challenge me. Give me a challenge. Why am I giving a challenge? <laughs> well, I just think that it is to st- the more we can step back and um, look at the situation with truth and not our just our feelings. Mm-hmm. And this is where Rachel encouraged to bring other people into the picture to help you see that. The, the better. Because, like last night, Bill and I were kind of bickering at each other. We haven't felt good this week. Mm-hmm. I think we've had influenza and he's his has taken him down worse than me. And um, I was feeling kind of sad about something. And he was like, this is not the time to talk about this. He's like, neither of us are feeling good. And I was like crying. And I was like, but it's the time because I'm feeling it. He's like, no, we're not going to talk about this right now. Like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. So like, <laughs> the more your feelings can just be a little settled. Pausing. I've learned to pause. Yeah in my reactions yeah. because I tend to be like standing there crying when I'm not mm-hmm. feeling good about who knows what, nothing that important, I'm sure. So yeah, that was kind of a long winded. Wait, what was the challenge? Um, oh, take a step back. I don't know. <laughs> take a step yeah, back. Yeah, take a step back, pause, let, let other people, like to just not let your feelings always dictate yeah. your responses and mm-hmm. your, cause that, cause when we let our feelings dictate our responses, that perpetuates the ugly cycle of fighting right. and of, of conflict. Whereas when you can settle and like, um, you know, and for Bill, like I know how he gets mad, like he gets mad when we fight and I get really sad. And I have learned that if I give him t- space mm-hmm. 
to not be mad. We have a much calmer conversation that is much less volatile or whatever word volatile is not really the right word, but like, you know, yeah, volatile is the right less, word. And, and if I, and if I can get out of my sadness, we have a much healthier conversation. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we've learned that about yeah. each other. And, and that's why last night he's like, Hey, you're standing here crying because you're sick and I'm sick. Well, let's not talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so smart. So smart. Uh, well done, Bill. Well yeah. done. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this was good news to some of you. Um, for those of you on oh, YouTube, he is sleeping in the background. Oh, <laughs> I forgot he was home. All right. Well, I guess that's all we have, you guys. Yeah. If anything, all right. if this have is not great- good for anyone, it was at least good for us. Yeah. All right, you guys. Have a great week. You might feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess nonetheless. That's the name of our podcast.